0: What does motion sound like? With Kizzik Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizzik.com socks.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with Gemma Miller. I am feeling all of the, like, cosy goodness today. I'm not sure what has happened. I basically have gone away to Brighton for a couple of days and we had the nicest weather. I am so British for always talking about the weather, but anyway, we're still going to talk about it. And it was supposed to be raining the entire time that we was away in Brighton. It only rained like once, maybe twice. So we've come back and I've woken up this morning. It's freezing cold. It's chucking down with rain. It is just suddenly got very like wintery vibes. So anyway, a few days ago before I went to Brighton, me and my friend went to a pumpkin patch. And at the pumpkin patch, I picked up a few like small pumpkins, which I'm actually recording this episode of the podcast today to like put up a few little clips and bits and bobs so you can kind of see me a little bit more. I feel like it will make it a bit more interactive. So if you can see that, you can see my little pumpkins in the background, which are very cute, very autumnal. I feel like they're really putting me in a bit of a vibe today of just autumny goodness, but also it is freezing cold. So I'm feeling like we're definitely in that like wintry period now. I don't know. The, The seasons kind of pass me by a little bit without me noticing, but I'm definitely cold today. So that's fun. I hope you're doing well. I hope you've had an absolutely amazing week, whatever you've been up to. As I was saying, I went to Brighton and had the just absolute best time. Yes, Brighton is a place that everybody tends to go to. Like, it's quite a well-known place to go. It's not a hidden secret how amazing Brighton is. I feel like we all know how great it is. And maybe some people would think it's a bit overrated. I love Brighton. It is, I don't know, there's something about it every time we go. And we've been a couple of times now over the past, like, year to two years. Um, I just love it. Like, I have the best time. Everybody is so welcoming. They have such amazing restaurants and food and, like, different places that we don't have, like, where I live. Um, So it's just really nice. Like, it's been such a lovely break. We did some fun things. I got a new tattoo and Sam actually got his first tattoo, which very spontaneous on his behalf he well so was mine but I mean I've got a few now so it's sort of like whenever we go Brighton I tend to get another tattoo so I sort of could see it coming whereas Sam has never got a tattoo it was his first one and whilst I was in getting my one done he was kind of like Do you know what I think I want mine so we booked it in he got it done he got it done on his ribs which I cannot even imagine how painful that is but he got through it, he was, it was amazing, and it looks incredible, so I feel like that's really cool. Um Yeah, we just had an absolutely amazing time, and it was just so nice to sort of take a break from things, but also still be doing stuff. I've spoken about it before, where like going on a city holiday tends to feel a bit different to going to like an all-inclusive hotel in the middle of nowhere, sort of a place where you kind of adjust there to fully relax, like we sort of, we did a lot of stuff, we visited a lot of places, we saw a lot more art this time round than we've ever done before, like we went into a lot more art galleries and like shops with art in and stuff and it was really cool to just see the different styles and kind of figure out like what we like and bits, it was really cool, like it was a nice time, we obviously were, uh, we were around the lanes for like most of the time I feel like the lanes is just such a fun place and I always see something different every time I'm in the lanes like no matter how many times you go there's always oh a new shop or something that's a little bit different about one shop or there was a lot of bubble tea places this time around and I love bubble tea so that was great to see and it was just really cute we went to a lovely little cafe which we've never been to before that was incredible I got avocado on toast which i've been craving but i don't even know why i've been craving avocado on toast lately but i have and this little cafe in brighton north lane it was called like north lane Calf or something like that was incredible it was delicious i had a chai tea like cold latte to go with it delicious absolutely loved it and I feel like we just had a great time like trying different things but also doing the stuff we love doing. Like we went to the pier, we did the amusements, we nearly went on the rides at the end of the pier but then I couldn't quite bring myself to do it. I did it when I was younger but there's just something about those rides like on the end of a pier now that terrify me. I'm not sure why but there's just something about them that absolutely scare me to death. Um, that it was just so nice that we had such a fun time. We were doing spontaneous things. We didn't really plan anything out. Like, I think we booked dinner one night, like a day in advance. And that was probably the most planned thing that we did on the trip. Like, it was more like, right, what do we fancy doing next? Or what do we want to do now? And so we kind of just were having the best time, like going around, doing things, seeing what we saw and then deciding what to do. And it was really nice to just live spontaneously for a few days and as somebody who struggles a bit with anxiety and just I like to in my everyday life I kind of have to have like a strict plan I'm not somebody who can kind of live it day by day and see what to do next I've just never been that sort of person so actually whilst we were away having the time to do that And actually kind of forcing myself to be like that because there was a couple of times where we were sat in the hotel room in the evening and I was like, right, let's plan out what we're going to do tomorrow. What do we want to get done? This, that, the other. And Sam was like, why don't we just see what happens tomorrow? And I kind of had to be like, right, okay, take a deep breath. Yeah, we'll do that. We will be spontaneous tomorrow. And I'm so grateful that we were because I feel like we just had so much more of a fun time living in the moment, like I didn't take as many pictures as I maybe would have wanted to, I didn't, I was going to film, didn't film, but I had the best time and I'm so actually grateful for how it played out because I just feel so much better for having had those few days to just be spontaneous and do whatever I want to do and kind of not... feel like I needed to take pictures. I didn't feel like I needed to film because I was just having so much fun in the moment and we've made so many fun memories and I just think it was an amazing time to do that to just be a bit more spontaneous and it actually it's really opened up my mind now to how I want to live my life. Whilst I do have a bit of a schedule in my everyday life like I go to uni on set days a week, I work on set days a week like My life is very structured, but actually adding in those like little spontaneous activities, those, right, I'm going to do this for the afternoon or do you know what? I have a free few hours and I want to run outside. Not that I ever think about running outside, but hey, if it takes my fancy, I will now do it because I think it's about scheduling in that time to have a bit of spontaneity and do something that in the moment you really want to do. And I think allowing myself to do that whilst we were away has just been incredible because it's really made me realise that I've been missing that in my everyday life and that's something that I should think about doing more often, you know. I don't know, it's been, it's been a Eye-opening trip in a very strange way because it only was a few days. It was only like a few hours down the road in Brighton. Like it didn't take very long to get there, but there was just something about it. It kind of was like a little bit magical to me. I don't know why. Sam is probably if you're if he's listening to this, he's probably like, "What are you talking about? We literally just went on holiday." But for me, it was just an incredible time and I really really enjoyed myself just allowing myself to have a bit of fun and not have to plan everything because a lot of stuff happens in those spontaneous moments that never would have happened if we'd have sat there and like rigorously planned it out this stuff wouldn't have happened so it's been really cool like I'm I don't know there was just something about the trip that is just incredible and I definitely want to go back to Brighton again we're thinking about going back very soon just because we enjoy it so much it's not that far away it's not that expensive and it's just a lovely lovely place to be and everybody's so nice so it's been great like whilst it's been such a chilled trip I feel like it has changed my way of how I want to live my life from now on that It's really been eye-opening to me, and it is starting to rain outside right now, so I think that is a good time to go to a break, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking about crystals, because I'm now what I would call a crystal girl.
0: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?
1: Welcome back. Now because I've been in Brighton for the past few days it's meant that I went into some shops that I always love to go in whenever I go to Brighton and that is the Crystal Shops. Now I've loved crystals like ever since i was a kid or like in terms of just like rocks in general this is gonna sound really strange but when i was young i did used to collect like rocks or shells or things like that everywhere i went and some of these rocks would be like the plainest things that you would find on the beach but i would be so adamant that i am taking this home no matter what i just used to love it there was always something about it Or when you would go into those shops as a kid and there would be, like, little crystals there. Not that I ever read the intentions of the crystals or anything like that and really understood what it was I was buying. But I would always want to take some of these crystals home. Like, I have just have a bit of a memory of that for some reason. Um, But I think it's kind of all led up to this point in my life. Because about a year, maybe two years ago, when... Actually, I think it was like the first time I went back to Brighton after, after lockdown and after everything with COVID. We went for my birthday when I turned, how old was I? Maybe 20. I think it was my 20th birthday. We went to Brighton. I'm sure that's right. No, maybe it was my 20. How old am I now? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> no, it was my 21st birthday. We went back for my 21st birthday and um, it was great. I don't even know what birthday it was. That is really going to annoy me that I have absolutely no idea. It was my birthday last year. So it was my 21st birthday. Okay, anyway, sorry, back on track. Um, We went to Brighton again for the first time. I hadn't been since I was like 16. Me and Sam went, we stayed in a hotel. We were only there for like two days but we were walking around the lanes looking at all the little shops and we come across a crystal shop now at this point i hadn't really like looked at or bought crystals for a long time and i kind of just said to sam like oh should we go in and have a little look and it all has just sort of spiraled from that point i think in that moment i bought maybe two or three crystals then i went on another holiday to another beach town in the uk later on that year bought myself some more then for Christmas last year my mum got me an advent calendar that was full of crystals so got a lot more and now here we are and I just absolutely love crystals so when we was in Brighton I bought myself two more and they are so gorgeous they're really adding to my collection but it's kind of sparked me wanting to talk about it on here because I feel like now My crystals have sort of become a part of how I've grown up and I really do believe in the energy that crystals hold and the power of using them and having them in your life in order to set the intentions that you want and in order to create the goals you want and really like set about a specific intention that you want with these crystals. And I think that is so interesting to use in like, part with growing up at the same time, because we're at a point in our life now, well, for me anyway, at 22, I feel like I'm thinking of my bigger picture, I'm thinking of my future goals, but also I have smaller goals to be completing, and I have to literally get through every single day, one day at a time, whilst also thinking of these big picture things, and thinking about growing up and thinking about having a house and thinking about all of those things that are like in my future that I need to be thinking about now but also because they're not happening now it's like hard to think about and it's just a big muddle in my brain and I've really found using crystals is helping to set the right intention, calm myself, put myself on track and sort of use the energies that certain crystals give off in order to change the way that I'm growing up in a sense so I don't feel stressed all the time and it kind of just gives off a nice aura and a nice energy to myself and obviously crystals are a very individualistic thing for some people you might think I am absolutely bonkers for talking about them and for really believing in them as much as I do you might think I'm a little bit of a psycho for that I've seen a few TikToks Talking about crystal girls are calling us psychos. Um, But I'm a crystal girl and I'm not afraid to admit it. But also I am not, like I'm not a psycho. I do just genuinely really believe in the energies of these little things, which is crazy. But I don't know, for me, sometimes when I pick up certain crystals, I just feel the energy. I don't know. Some people will just think that is absolutely mad. But... I really do believe in it I really think it works for me and if that's what works for you then absolutely great but everybody is different so for me owning crystals is a great way for me to manifest my goals and it's a great way for me to I keep saying set my intentions because I really feel like that's what I in particular use crystals for like when I am manifesting something and when I am setting about on completing a goal. I find crystals just work very well for me in that moment but also for some people they have crystals literally just to give off a small bit of energy just to kind of make them feel a little bit better and if it makes you feel better then go for it. I think whatever works for you, everybody is so 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 different that What does it matter? If it works for me, it works for me. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. But if it does, and if this can be of help, then absolutely wonderful. You know, that's how I feel about it anyway. That we're all are just very different, and we all have things that are gonna work differently for us. And for me, I found crystals to be very, very helpful. So I kind of wanted to talk about what my favourite crystals are for growing up and the ones that I really feel have benefited me so far and so I wanted to share them just in case you are looking for a new crystal or a crystal that you think is going to be really helpful for you I hope that this can be of help so my first one is kind of a crystal that everybody sort of has it's a very good beginner one in my opinion I am in no way an expert by the way this is all just my opinion and what's worked best for me but clear quartz is a very good starter crystal in my opinion it is great for healing it's great for setting your intentions with life so obviously i'm going to talk about it as number one because that's definitely been the most like important use of a crystal for me and I just absolutely love it it's one of those ones you should have a bit close to you so I keep one in my uni bag I keep one by my desk I keep it in the place where I really want those intentions that I'm setting to thrive you know I want to do well at uni and therefore I am going to use everything in my power (laughs) to be as good as I can whilst I am at uni and get as good grades as possible and i'm finding clear quartz is being really helpful for me in that sort of a sense to set a good intention with my life and yeah to just see where life takes me now the second crystal that i find so helpful is the sunstone crystal now this one i hadn't really heard before but it came up in that advent calendar i was telling you about that my mum got me for christmas And I just absolutely love it. It is such a gorgeous stone itself, which for me does have a bit to it. Like I tend to get drawn to crystals that I think look nice. I think we all do. And then it's only when I sort of see, oh, this is actually the purpose of the crystal that I'm like, oh, okay. Now I can see why I was more drawn to it. But I absolutely love the sunstone crystal. It is so gorgeous. And it really is there for instilling like a good nature within you, which for what I want to do with my life, um, I feel like just really benefits me a lot. But I think everybody could do with being a bit better in nature. Like we just all could be better people. Every single day I'm working towards becoming a better person. And if having like a little crystal with a bit of this good energy in it is going to benefit me, then I'm a 100% jumping on board with that but also with the sunstone it is really good for trusting your intuition which I think growing up we really need to be doing because this is the time of making some big decisions and your intuition is gonna be the best way to make those decisions rather than listening to what society says it's all about what you want and this stone is gonna be giving you all the energy to do that and not to listen what people are telling you to do and to just trust your gut and go with it and it's just really the whole idea of the sunstone is to just be the best version of yourself which i think growing up is very very important now the third stone which is also a really good one just for any point in life is black obsidian now Black Obsidian is a very like protective crystal and it's going to block out all the hate, going to block out all the drama, which hear me out here, life is full of drama, especially when you're a young adult, you're growing up, you're going through school. Going through school had the most drama in my life ever and coming out of that going into uni, I feel like a lot of the dramas like carried on and I just don't need that in my life. And I feel like none of us need that drama, need that negative energy in our life. So we are going to use our black obsidian to block all of that out and to just focus on us instead and like stay grounded throughout the drama and throughout the negative energy that life is constantly going to throw at you. We're going to stay grounded and we are going to stay on path to achieve our goals. And black obsidian is going to be very helpful for that. And now the final crystal, which I again think is a gorgeous one, looks amazing but also has some great benefits to it, is the Red Tiger's Eye. Now this one is such a good one for growing up and for learning a lot about yourself. This stone is going to help to build your strength, it's going to help you to be assertive. It's going to promote this inner peace within you and this just sense of calmness into your life so that you can be more assertive and you can have more courage and you can be stronger to fight for what you want and to figure out what you want. So I feel like a combination of all of these crystals is what is really going to all mix together and all work very well to set your intentions for life, set your goals, be very good for goal setting and for moving forward but also to stay grounded and to remain a bit humble and trust your intuition, give you strength, give you courage. They're all words that when me and my friends are talking about growing up they're all things we want to have or they're all things we are working towards. So for me these four crystals are just what has really helped me in that And I have many more crystals and a lot of them do work for me but I kind of wanted to start with like four main ones that I really like and maybe some of you haven't heard of them before because a lot of them I hadn't heard of before receiving them for Christmas in this like advent calendar that was so cool I feel like I might get myself another one of them this year because it's really introduced me to some new crystals that I never would have heard about if it hadn't have been for my mum giving me this advent calendar. But I just feel like they're really helping me with my life. And ever since using crystals and ever since really focusing on the energies that they bring, I've noticed something different not only within me but throughout my life as well. Like the people in my life have changed. The way I interact with people has changed. Just this energy and the things that come into my life, it all seems to be just aligning very well and i do owe a lot of that to crystals in my opinion i just really feel like they work great and you might think i'm crazy but i don't care because they really really work for me so if you are thinking of trying something new if other stuff aren't working out for you and you've never given crystals a go they can be really cool they can provide you really good energies i would definitely say if you head down to like a crystal shop They have so much knowledge and can be so, so, so helpful. But these are the four crystals I really feel like are great for growing up. So we had the clear quartz, the sunstone, the black obsidian, and the red tiger's eye. I feel like they are just such incredible crystals for growing up. So we're going to go to one more break now. And then when we come back, we have got a very interesting listener dilemma. Did I say that right? Listener dilemma (laughs) this week. I need a break. Welcome back. Now, as I was saying, we've got a very interesting listener dilemma this week, and I really want to hear your opinion on this because this is kind of crazy. So the message was sent to me on Instagram and she says, hi, Gemma. I need your help because I don't know what to do without coming across like I am crazy. So me and my boyfriend have been together for six months, which has been amazing. But a few weeks ago, he went out with his friends, which of course I don't mind. He was being a bit strange though during the night, like turning off his phone and not messaging me. But I let it go because he was having a good night and I trust him. I kind of forgot about it until last night I got a message from a random girl I don't recognise telling me my boyfriend cheated on me with her that night. She said she didn't know he had a girlfriend until now and she just had to tell me. And now I'm spiralling. I have all of this trust for him and I feel like if I just believe this random girl then clearly I don't trust him as much as I thought. But also, why would she just randomly message me saying that if it wasn't true? I don't know what to do now. This is such a hard one to know what is the right move to make. Because you make some very good points here that you have a lot of trust in your boyfriend. And so a random person you don't know messaging you on Instagram can seem a bit like, In a sense, a bit of a test to be like, right, do you trust him enough to completely not believe this girl? However, you also have to look at it from her point of view. What benefit would she have in telling you this information if it wasn't true? What would she gain from it? If it's a girl you don't recognise, you don't know her, you have absolutely no idea who she is. So she doesn't know you, she doesn't know your boyfriend, so you know... What would she have any benefit in telling you that he cheated on you? To me, it's just seeming a little bit fishy on his behalf. And it's just seeming a little bit like maybe you need to have a little bit of a dig into it here. Now, there's one side of me that is saying, let's do this all behind his back. Let's go through his phone. Let's see what's going on. That's kind of the crazy side of me. But the more realistic and the more the way I feel like is best to go about this and if it happened to me I would kind of try to calm that like inner psycho voice telling us to do all of this digging and do this investigative work that as women I feel like we are just very very good at like surprisingly good at finding out information that we don't know and looking through Instagram and finding out stuff looking through I was going to say Facebook. I don't think I've ever used Facebook to do some digging work but maybe, maybe that's a good place to start. Um, There's just this other side of me that is saying maybe it's time to be a bit more not crazy and actually have a conversation with him about this and it again Is 100% how do you feel in this situation? This is very, very fresh. I only received this message a few days ago. So this is a very fresh thing that you are going through. And I can imagine even a few days on from when you're now hearing my response, you're still going to have a lot of emotion here. And I think when we act on emotion, we sometimes do things that maybe we wouldn't do if we had a rational head on. So I am going to try and be the rational voice for you. And I'm going to tell you, don't go through his phone. Don't dig behind his back. Let's ask him and see how he reacts. And he can react in a number of ways. He could admit to something straight away. He could deny something straight away. And then if he does deny, you're kind of forced to figure out whether you believe him or not. Or he could get extremely angry, get extremely defensive without admitting to anything. And then you kind of know that, right, something probably did happen. So I think the best move to make is talk to him about this. And let's see what he says. Let's see how he reacts to what she's told you, to what you now have been told. So either what you know what you believe sort of thing and it's all just down to you with how you want to handle this situation. I would kind of go in as you have the upper hand here because if he's done something wrong then that is on him and it is up to him to fix that because you can do a hell of a lot better if he has cheated on you, let me just tell you that for one thing. But also if he hasn't and this is just a random girl who for some reason, I don't know what reason she would have to message you just out of the blue saying this if it didn't actually happen. But then it's kind of up to you once having this conversation with him to figure out where your head's at and figure out do you still trust him? Because a relationship is built on trust. And the fact that you had so much trust in him, that when he went on the night out originally, you were very trusting and you didn't mind that he turned off his phone and that he wasn't replying to your messages. The fact that you didn't mind that and you trusted him enough to not take that as like a red flag or anything like that, I think is good because I think in a relationship, trust is such a big thing. But if he's broken that trust, then... You can do so much better. You can do so much better than him. So I do just think this is time to ask him, time to sit down and say, look, I've had this message. She has said this, 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 and this. What happened on that night out? Is she telling the truth? You need to tell me now, you know? And then let's see how he reacts because as I was saying, there's a number of ways it could go. And it would be very telling of the situation, how he goes about his response to this. And then you can just do with that information what you will. You can end the relationship or you can try and carry on. The fact it's only been six months to me is kind of a good thing that if he has cheated, that it has happened now and it has happened early enough on that you are not... Too, too committed to this relationship. Six months is a long time, but also in the grand scheme of life, it is not that long. So, if you did want to leave this relationship, you've got plenty of time for the rest of your life to find someone else who is going to treat you a lot better. And especially if he has cheated, because for me, that is crossing a boundary that I will never be able to get back from. If somebody's cheated on me that is it you know like I cannot no no maybe when I was younger but now I have enough confidence to be like you know what I'm better than that see you later and so that's what I would do if that is the case but it is totally up to you because some people can come back from a cheating incident or something like that so it really is let's just sit down have a chat with him take that first step and then we will cross the bridge later on So keep me updated, I really hope the conversation goes well if you do go down that route or whatever route you decide to go down with this information, I hope it all works out for you. Please do let me know what happens next and I wish all the best for you in this such a horrible time, like I wouldn't wish this on anybody, it's horrible to receive a random message from a girl and not know who to believe it's absolutely horrible. But anyway, that has been all from me in today's episode. It has been so lovely to chat with you. And I feel like I'm back into reality now. Having been away for a few days, it's sort of like back into a routine of things. But I'm really going to put a conscious effort in to being more spontaneous. And I want you to do that with me. So I'll check in with you next week on that one. But yeah I hope you have a great week and I will speak to you soon bye